Welcome to the Homeschool Loftcast, a podcast presented by the Homeschool Loft in De Pere, Wisconsin. Our goal at the Loft is to encourage parents who educate their children at home and let them know that they are both called to and empowered for the task of home-based education. At the Loft itself, we offer one-on-one consultations, book clubs and discussion groups, workshops and seminars, and a curriculum viewing library. Through the Loftcast, we extend our reach to encourage and bless homeschooling parents everywhere. We are joined today by our friend, Carrie Ebel, who has a lot to share with us. Jenny met Carrie just a few months ago, but I've known her since her son, who is now 13, was just four or five years old and she was beginning to think about homeschooling. Our friendship has grown so beautifully since then. And now, as she continues to homeschool her son and daughter, she also moderates a homeschool support group that has over 700 members. Carrie, welcome to the podcast. Hello. I know we just met a few months ago, but it feels like forever. It does. Doesn't it? Okay. You're going to get the tell us a little bit about yourself question. (laughs) Yeah. Just jobs, where you grew up, how great of a person that you are. Because you guys, she's (laughs) such a great gal. You're, you're too kind. Mm. <laughs> uh, I grew up on a dairy farm in Clintonville for most of, of my childhood. And then I moved away and got married, had kids, moved all around Wisconsin, Madison, Milwaukee, all over, all over, and settled in Green Bay for the longest time. And then now we reside in Pulaski. I worked as a graphic artist. Yeah, for a publishing company uh, in Iola. And that's. That's just probably one. That's That's, probably just one of my life. (laughs) Exactly. The the farm thing. I always wanted to live on a farm, you guys. (laughs) Milking cows and stuff. And. (laughs) You know, oh, so you're all romantic and, about it until you actually have it's to true. do it. Probably right. So I want to live on a farm. Yeah. I just don't want to farm. <laughs> Not, I mean, because you have to be gifted and called to be that. This is true. This yeah. is true. We have many stories about farming. Yeah. Sure. And as right. I remember, right, your parents still live on the farm, right? Yes. yes. Okay. So your kiddos get to go out there and hang out and kind of participate. Amen. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. So I, I always would tell Joel, I just, wouldn't it be great if we knew somebody who lived on a farm? This is when the kiddos were little. Just so we can, you know, go sit on the hay bales and go in that silo thing and just hang out. We, well, we, my family does not milk cows anymore, Mm -hmm. but they still live on the farm and we get to do a lot of four wheeling. Yeah. And fun farm stuff. Mud running. Yeah. Like things I didn't get to do as a kid. (laughs) Yeah. You get the best end of it now, right? Yeah. (laughs) That was the deal. Like my parents were like, Carrie, do you want to go live on a farm? I was like, no. Yeah, we'll, we'll get you a pony. Yeah, I never got the pony. Aww, <laughs> maybe they're still waiting. Maybe it's going to be the, your next significant birthday. We don't know. So oh, maybe, maybe. So tell us a little about your kiddos because they're sweet. I love them. And um, tell us about them a little bit. Uh, I have a son, Heatley. He is newly thirteen. Dun dun dun! You will survive. We both have. <laughs> he's he's great. I should, I should say that. Like, yeah, yeah he's good. We feel they're, that way too. Like, there so there was good. a book I read when the girls were coming to be teenagers. Maybe yeah. I've told you about it. It's called Age of Opportunity, and the subtitle is um, how to sur- how to thrive, not just survive your kids' teen years. Mm. It is such a good book, and if you go into it with positive, like, yeah, there's going to be ups and downs and challenges. My kids are growing into adulthood. This is a cool thing, you know? So if you go into it with the right attitude. Well, so. and, and I feel like I've 
always been blessed with my my babies because really the only time they've ever had tantrums or were out of sorts was like a few weeks before their birthdays. And so (laughs) I knew a birthday was coming up because, you know, it was kind of the shift. But he's for a boy and now into his teen. Just a good He's he's a good our kids one. are here right now and they're just yeah. so sweet and great. Well, and, then, and then there's Phoebe. Don't yes. want to forget Phoebe. Yeah, so yeah. he's <laughs> 13 and then Phoebe. <laughs> then Phoebe, she's, she's nine. She'll be mm-hmm. 10 uh, going on like 18. <laughs> she's totally going on 18. You guys, they're plugged in. So they're outside in our backyard right now. And it's the cutest thing because. Listen, nowadays, so the kids have their stuff. They're plugged in. We have the plugs that work outside. So they're sitting on the lawn furniture and they got their stuff going on. <laughs> They're just, just fine. Yeah, they don't need one thing. I was trying to, do you guys want water? <laughs> nope, we're good. So yeah. I know that you first contacted me about homeschooling when Heatley was four or five. I can't remember exactly, which seems like yesterday, but that was several years ago. Um, yeah. What was your motivation, your reason for wanting to homeschool and, and what made you even think about it? Well, funny story. I never wanted homeschool. Yeah. I never even thought about it. Didn't even like really even know what homeschooling yeah. was. There was two, I think two students in my public school that, that did it. And I couldn't help but go, mm. <laughs> you were one of those judgers. Well, uh, you were one. I can't even carry. Okay, Jenny, you were another kidding. one. So just yeah. be, tell the truth. I was a judger about homeschoolers. Well, I don't know, but I was you, a judger. Maybe you were listening to Grateful Dead. So who knows? <laughs> I was, you guys, I totally was. Rockin', comic ships cashed in. All right. Okay, let's ring it back here. So, bring all it right. full circle, so, Carrie. Tell us. So, you were judgmental of the homeschooled kids that you met as a teen. So, there you were, judging the homeschoolers. <laughs> judging them all day long, every time they came in. <laughs> they would come in for like one class or whatever. And I don't know. I don't. You were just secret. jealous. You were just jealous. I was going to say that. <laughs> it is. Be. It's secretly jealous. It probably was. You're like, I'm locked in this institution, but who are those kids? Right? Well, and then. Then my cousin started dating a gal who was homeschooled. And then it kind of flipped the whole thing. Then became really cool. You know, it's like, well, look at her. She's, she's she's never home. (laughs) (laughs) She's, she's always doing something and I'm stuck in school now. And so it was, uh, it wasn't even on my radar. And one, one afternoon, a, a friend of mine, her kids and my kids are, really close in age. So she was talking to me. She's like, Hey Carrie, did you see this commercial for K-12? And I was like, well, I don't, I don't think so. I don't even know. What is it? And she's like, we should just watch it. If it comes on, I'm thinking of doing this for my kids. And I was like, "Eh, you know, don't know what is not going to wait for this commercial. (laughs) Yeah. And I saw the commercial and I was like, that's, that's interesting. Still didn't know if it was for me. Mm-hmm. And then all of a sudden, every friend I knew <laughs> was homeschooling. <laughs> so we I were part that. of this play group. And all of a sudden they were just popping out of the woodwork. <laughs> oh, you homeschool. Oh, oh, and you homeschool. And so their conversations to me mm-hmm. really, I don't know, set something inside that made me curious. But we were, we were in a place where, again, we didn't, we still didn't really know 
what it entailed or or how we needed to start. Were we financially able to do this as a, a family, even though I stayed home? Mm-hmm. And my husband at that time was not completely on board with it. So he, he had said to me, he's like, well, Carrie, if you can find something that we can afford, then we'll consider it. Okay. So then it became a mission. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, less than 24 hours later. <laughs> <laughs> that's, how, that's how we I, are. We're, we're sitting in the dark and I'm on my laptop and I'm like, found it. <laughs> And it's like rats. I thought, right? this, right? I thought this was going to be harder. Yeah. And I said, even better, it's free. <laughs> and, it, and it turned out to be the easy peasy. Oh, uh, okay. All in one. Mm-hmm. And, and I said, so we're good, right? Yeah. <laughs> and that was that. And so I guess he couldn't say no. Cause that's what you met what he asked. Was, right. Right. So, right. So that's, like I said, I was joke about how it, it never, ever, ever came into my head to, to homeschool, but all of the things that lined up so easily Mm -hmm. tell me that it was, it was supposed to happen. Like there was a greater, there was a greater power here telling me that, that this is what I should do Yeah, Mm -hmm. for sure. I love that. Because I can't explain it any other way. Yeah. Like, well, that's the I'm truth. never that good at anything, you know, coming. And that's it. That's solid. I mean, that's the truth, right? That's right. just so easy peasy, lemon squeezy. <laughs> it, could, it could have been just like it. Well, I had a first grader who used to say that all the time. So adorable. Isn't that, it wasn't that a saying? Is that a yeah. saying, you guys? Easy peasy, yeah. lemon squeezy? My first graders yeah. used to say it. Easy peasy, lemon squeezy. Let's We're, bring it on back. Let's Jenny. bring it. Why are we? <laughs> I don't know. Are let's, there other curricula that you? That's have, my so, question, Tina. Back up. Well, you. <laughs> that one's mine. Weren't asking it, I'm, Jenny. <laughs> I'm a number four. Okay. It says, are there any particular curricula or resources? And are there? That's actually number three, but that is the right question. <laughs> oh yeah, you're actually <laughs> really right. Know, yeah. My note cards aren't adding up then. So, up. main understanding that you probably used easy peasy at the beginning, but I, I, I guess Just you probably have expanded your repertoire mm-hmm. since then. I think so. we tried practically everything. Oh yeah, and most of us, truth be told, are eclectic. Very right? eclectic. And the people who say they're not are lying. <laughs> I mean, when you come into the right. homeschool left, it's that's just two families right there. <laughs> All of that materials. <laughs> Take a look at this shelf. I, I'm sitting by a bookshelf of our, some of our stuff. Nobody uses it anymore, but someday my mission is to read it's all of it. Beautiful. There you though. go. There yeah. You go. Or when the kids have grand, you know, when I have grandchildren. So what are some of the things that you found so far that you like? Just because parents like to hear that. I had, and I think I've talked to you. I couldn't even tell you how many times, Tina, about <laughs> how hard it was for me to be able to teach something that visually was blah. Like if it, it, I, I struggled with that. Uh, so it took a really long time. And I think we're on year six now of homeschooling. And I think we just, mm. I've just found some things that I like now. This is good. But over the, over the period of time, we, we really did a hodgepodge, like you said, of, of everything and a lot of worksheets, a lot of books, chapter books, audio books, but we, love I think the most right now is teaching textbooks for math. Mm-hmm. Uh, Very visually appealing. <laughs> that's why I love it. Yeah. It is so pretty and colorful. Yes. 
Um, but we're weird story is my kids both loved because it comes on CD and you can use the workbook. And yeah. my kids were never ever workbook kids. Mm -hmm. And so the CD was really mm -hmm. a great thing to have. Yeah. And this year they no longer want to do the CDs. <laughs> so we've moved to the workbook, which is fantastic because now I do math. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. One of my daughters was like that because we use teaching textbooks and one wanted to do the CDs all the way through. Still hates math, but she did that. And then the other one just asked at a certain point, I kind of am annoyed by the video. Can I just do the workbook? And I'm like, okay, good. But you're right. I had to go through it with her directly every day. And that wasn't a bad which is, thing. Which is great. I mean, I don't even think they look at it now as being taught as much as it is just doing math. Yeah, working you know, through we're, it, right? we're just, yeah. Did you guys feel like when you got... I remember when we first dabbled with teaching textbooks and I remember thinking, nope, we're going to do the workbook and we're doing the video. <laughs> I'm that kind of, a, we didn't do that. It didn't, and it didn't last long altogether. We got off of the train, but I don't know. I felt like we just needed that tangible something that was maybe because I'm a workbook person. Personally, you mean? Yeah, personally. Yeah. 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 So what else besides teaching textbooks? Yeah. We did master books. Mm -hmm. Love um, master books. Love. So a story about that. I didn't really know about master books at all. And I was in a homeschool group that had thousands of members hmm. and our family situation came up and I was asking for, you know, math books and uh, just things that I financially could afford. Mm -hmm. And the, the gal who created it reached out to me and was like I really would like to help you mm. and she donated to my children like five five grade levels of, wow. of wow. math books mm. yeah so wow. my heart kind of you know is really yeah into right you know yeah. I, I have a, a little special place for for that lady yeah um so I try to to tell people, you know, plus they are really great books. I yes. mean, yeah. they're they're simple layout, but very efficient. Also yeah. colorful. And yes. yes. See, for me. So that works mm -hmm. really well. Right. Why not? Right. <laughs> so good. But yeah, we really like teaching textbooks, uh, master books. Uh, we still dabble in the easy peasy if we're having a slow day kind of thing <laughs> where mom doesn't really want to yeah. get involved. Different options. Right. Right. Yep. And, and, and I know there's other people who know a whole lot more curriculum and i'm just like you know what we're we're watching youtube <laughs> we're just, there's whatever. lots of educational we're stuff just, there so yeah. Yeah. It, we we are really all over the board yeah. it's your board. choice yes your children you know them best yep. so yeah so um you alluded to your husband your former husband and also alluded to the fact that things changed right mm -hmm. And so one of the reasons we wanted to talk to you today was because, I mean, I've known your story yeah. pretty much since the beginning and you don't have to share everything, but a lot of people who are, find themselves in the place of being single parents for whatever reason, um, think they can't homeschool. And I wanted you to talk to people and let them know it is possible. Um, so can you tell us a little bit about how you've managed as a single parent? You know, the whole idea, you know, when you're young is... You get married, you have kids, you, you live your life like that. And the kid's dad passed away unexpectedly. And I found myself in this spot of how am I going to, 
am I going to continue this? How am I going to keep our routine and keep doing what we, we love to do? And it somehow, and I know how, why it, it's mm-hmm. definitely the, the, the God, you know, God's in this, mm-hmm. but I don't have any other answer, but, but that, mm-hmm. because it's, it hasn't been extremely difficult. It hasn't been mm-hmm. where we couldn't finish anything or find a way to, to do it. It's mm-hmm. just, that's so happened. So amazingly great and good and God is good and he does good continually. Yes. Yeah. It's yeah. just so good. And I want, I'm going to go off script. I'm going to throw you for a little bit of a loop, but not a big one. Okay. <laughs> I have talked to many families over the years that they have something happen tragically in their family. And you know, like you said, the kid's dad passed away unexpectedly. And these people say you should put your kids in school when that happens because they need stability. You need to work all these things out and they need that structure. And I just wonder what you would say to that. I would say no. <laughs> Because you're changing, you know, you're changing everything they've ever known, Mm -hmm. their routine, the the ins and outs of their day, minus the, the major change that just took place. Right. You know, I couldn't even imagine telling a family to, Mm -hmm. to put them in school. I would say, take it, you know, take a step back, take time off. You know, we talked a lot of, you know, about unschooling or de-schooling mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. just giving yourself six months, maybe even a year of just finding where you're at mm-hmm. before making any choices. Yeah. And know? if they six months down the line, all of a sudden one of the child children has a meltdown because they're having a hard day with everything. You just set it aside, right? Exactly. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's probably why we've realistically taken almost two years to get back mm. to formal stuff more so, mm-hmm. you know, cause we've really kind of let some things slide and we needed, we needed to do that. Mm-hmm. Of course. You know? But, um, yeah, I would, I would never, that just wouldn't be my, in, my information to give them. I just, I just wouldn't be able to, in my heart, tell them to, to put them in school. That's a really big change mm-hmm. on top of whatever's happened in their life. Yeah. It seems to me that that would take their complete security away. And so I've never understood that recommendation, but I hear it a lot. When, when the kid's dad and I were separating and he came, you know, to me and said that he was going to take me back to court because he wanted the kids to go back to school Mm. or back into school. I just, I wasn't sure if my heart was breaking more for me because I loved our life the Mm. way it was, or Mm. if I was really, really sad for my kids because it was going to disrupt everything they have ever, ever known. Right. You know, so that's, yeah, Mm -hmm. that that was, it was hard. Oh yeah. It was very, very difficult because as an adult, you know, we're capable of handling, sorting through, kind of figuring it out, not easily all the time. Right. But I can't even imagine putting that on a, a child to, you know, yeah. And they were so very little at that time too. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. So you, you did have a rather difficult time in regards to shared custody. Yes. And being allowed to homeschool. Mm-hmm. Other parents have similar circumstances. Can you tell us what happened there? Are the things parents, and then if there's 
just advice you can give to other parents who are probably listening right now in that same exact scenario. With the custody stuff. Yeah, right? with all yeah. that, you know, the joint custody and how all that works out. Cust- and Custody is so hard. I mean, I've just recently, there's been like this uptick in, in f- moms, especially reaching out to me saying, mm. you know, I'm going through this. What do you suggest? And there's, I got nothing, <laughs> you know, I got nothing. I mean, yeah. I, I want to tell them it's going to be okay and all this stuff, but the courts are super scary, Yeah, you know, because you just don't know how they're going to side. Right, you know, right. you can think you got it in the bag and, yeah. and you're good to go, but I, I don't ever really know what to say to them mm-hmm. because it just, it never seems to go. It never seems to go sadly the right way. The right yeah. way. Well, yeah, what well, we think is right. I mean, way. it seems like the court's mm-hmm. default to public school is the norm. And yeah. even if a kid has been homeschooled their whole lives, then they want to rip the kids away from that. Oh. It doesn't make any sense to me. I was yeah. doing so much research trying to find, you know, articles that kind of sided with the homeschooling family. And I couldn't find I couldn't find one. Oh gosh. I couldn't find one. And it was so heartbreaking because I was just it was scary to it. Like, like, there's gotta be, there's gotta be one, mm. you know? And I remember this one article, this whole family, this family, it's huge family had homeschooled for years and years and years and years. Mm-hmm. And the parents separated and got divorced. And the, the mom was absolutely sure that her, she would be able to continue to homeschool. Yeah. And, and she couldn't, no matter how much she tried to, to, to show that they were socialized and that mm-hmm. they were mm-hmm. in, activities and their grades were, were well. So yeah, I, I, it's a system that is broken and it's just, you know, you can take it at, you know, when tragedy strikes, you can take it as, I mean, there's so many facets, even if your children are, are shy, you know, if you have a shy child, what's the first thing somebody would say? Well, shouldn't they be homeschooled or should it, shouldn't they go put them in school? So they can get socialized, right? Right. It's, Everything about it, it's just, it's backwards. Mm-hmm. When it, when it, not when, always, our children always need us. They always yes. need to learn and grow at their own pace and not what the, the world deems. Right. right. But the world right? doesn't see that, which exactly. is so. So they say, yeah. I mean, look at it, tragedy, this, that. Yep. Let's send them off to complete strangers all day long. Yeah. yeah. Who don't even have any family values. Nine times out of 10. Right. That we do. That's just a. Now, I know that there was a situation where the kid's dad wanted you to prove that Heatley was competent. And that kind of helped mm-hmm. you, I think, in the custody situation. Can you tell that story? Because it's actually kind of oh, funny because it backfired on him. It did. It did. It did. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not trying to be mean, but. No, no, no right. but that was a moment where I was like, mm-hmm. see, I told you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> told you so. Mm-hmm. I don't say that often. Yeah. Right. Right. <laughs> but so the kid's dad wanted, and, and I, I mean, I can't say that I don't understand it because my, my goal too, is to always see my kids progress to, mm-hmm. to make sure that they're retaining it, to make sure they're learning it. And, and I just couldn't find a way that felt good to, to, to see that. Like, mm-hmm. how do I do it? Like, I don't want to be testing them all the time. Yeah. But it came to that. And the kid's dad was, was telling me that he wanted me to test them 
Especially Heatley. Phoebe was like oh, a top Phoebe of was, them, right? Yeah, Phoebe yeah. was like <laughs> four something and Heatley, I think he was seven. Yeah. So even in school, they wouldn't have been really testing him. But so we... We did the California achievement test. You found somebody who was cert- like found. certified to give that. So because you're yes, didn't and I want think you, you to do me. it. Yep. But <laughs> you me he didn't want you to administer it. He wanted somebody. Oh, he else. wanted somebody else to mm-hmm. because he didn't trust that I mm. wouldn't help. Mm-hmm. And and I said, and the funny thing is, and and it, I don't know how to really what to make of this, but I said, why would I do that? Mm. Why would I help my son cheat? Like. <laughs> Why would I cheat? Like, that's not instilling yeah. anything. And, and he says, well, you would help him because you're his mother. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, okay, but I'm, I'm not going to help him cheat. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So we found, we found a wonderful, wonderful gentleman who came in and sat with us for four hours, <laughs> brought us duck eggs <laughs> and didn't like, didn't help Heatley at all. Just guided him through what he needed to do and the the test came back in it was like a few hours I mean it was really quick and my son aced it like he was grade levels ahead so he was I believe he was seven and I couldn't even tell you what grade that is technically (laughs) but he was doing what this this test result said were like sixth grade yeah. reading, mm-hmm. fourth grade, this fifth grade math. I mean, it was insane. And so the gentleman who helped made this post and was like, this mom was really worried about not, you know, her kids not excelling. Da, da, da. And he's like, I just want to tell the dad. Ha. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. It was great. And then I told the kid's dad and he's like, oh, okay. <laughs> that was Fine. kind of the end of that though that was the last was. time you really questioned anything I think yeah majorly so yeah yeah because it was a big thing of whether I was capable yeah of, of doing it and you know we have enough of that where we all we, we're already second and third guessing and fourth yes. guessing ourselves to see if we can even do this you know that that having that on top of it was extremely stressful mm. but that test just went and yeah. Blew it all out of the water. Yep. That was it. Shut that down right away. Mm, that felt good. And you hear that story <laughs> all the time too, that it's just. That they blow the test out of the water. Always. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. It's they're they're miles ahead. I mean, I remember when Noah went to um, NWTC for a quick minute and his writing class there, he said, mom, it was just the easiest. <laughs> he was like, uh, this is, and this is like a technical college. So he yeah. was like, this is like eighth grade like this <laughs> but I mean that's where they have to start right because there's so many but then it makes me go well what's going on in the schools <laughs> that that these kids are going well this is like a great stuff yeah you know exactly oh that's a whole other topic isn't I it <laughs> yeah I know <laughs> um let's see here other than custody disputes is there anything you can see that might prevent a single parent from homeschooling you know, and I thought about this because I wanted to say, not really, but then who am I to tell this family, oh, you should be able to do this, you know, because each family is so unique mm-hmm. and different, but 
I know a lot of it is how are you going to earn your money? Like how, where do I put my kids if I need to work and how are they going to socialize if I'm gone or, you know, because it's just so easy to, to put them into school. They're taken care of babysitting and (laughs) right. You know, and they're off doing their job and you don't really think about all those other little tiny things that kind of make up your new routine, you know, but a little, little research, a little time, a little effort, you know, and, and maybe, like I said, because everything has come so easily, Yeah, but, but true, it just, say it, but easily. it did, it, it just, the Lord had you, right? It, oh, he did. He, he really did. And it just, it flowed so, so nicely for my life and the yeah. kid's life that I would love to tell everybody that, that it would be that easy for them, mm-hmm. but their road isn't my road. And mm-hmm. You know, the only thing I can say is just be patient and really, you know, join, join a group like mine. And yeah, you know, exactly. mm-hmm. <laughs> there's a lot of, there's a lot of people out there going through the same thing. And you'll find in your village, once you find that place, you're going to see that there's people mm-hmm. with tons of knowledge you know they know people and that person knows that person and we've got Mm -hmm. this and oh here i'll talk to this person and well and even help you know a couple weeks ago we were at the loft and there's this dad who was in there who has a elementary school age daughter Mm -hmm. wanting to pull her out and homeschool but she uh he and her his wife both work right so they were thinking how can we do this um, and there was another mom in there who's a second year homeschooler. She came in for something completely different. We were all talking. Um, so she's, you know, married and at home and, and, and at home mom and doing this and they're talking. And all of a sudden the mom is like, well, I could probably watch your girl when you guys are working. Yeah. It just, it, <laughs> it just does. happened. They, there and there have been were. multiple situations yeah. like that. All so, the time. Yeah. I mean, it's just. But you have to connect with yes, people to know you yep. that you, you can get help. You, the, the one thing about homeschooling is you can't expect it to happen mm-hmm. without a little bit of effort. That's right. Yes, exactly. You, know, you you have to put in the effort. You have to put in the time. You have to do your research. You have to ask questions. You you know, That's you exactly have it. to do it. I need to just bump in right here because here's, that is a reality. <laughs> this is not, I'm going to homeschool my children. And that means that I'm, I'm going to talk on the phone during the day. I think I'm going to go do this and I'm going to go do that. I'm going to do this and I can have coffee. And while that is true, your children, obviously we know this, it is, this is your, I hate to use the word job, but I mean, even being a parent, right? This is your full time. You're learning. You're the model, right? You're the model of learning. You're the model of what it is to live a, a worthy life that God's called us to meaning, right? We're always the role model. We're the example. And that means that there's a time for work and there's a time for play and there's a time for coffee with the girls. And there's a time for phone calls to be coming in, but then there's a time for just the kiddos. Mm -hmm. And we need to do that while we need to do it full time. And that's, that's true. We have a lot of new homeschooling families coming in and that's just a, a critical piece to it is you've committed to your children. You've committed to say, you know what, we're going to do this and I'm going to be right by your side. We're going to do it together. Mm-hmm. Nothing matters right now, but us and what we're doing. And that's, I'm glad you brought it up because that's a huge thing. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and you know, we have many kind of newer members through, mm-hmm. you know, throughout the, the time of, of the group who have come in and said, well, I, my kids never get to do any of this stuff. And, you know, we don't get to do this and, you know, 
nobody wants to to get together. And and then we're always like, well, set up an event, make it happen. <laughs> yes. I, I, what you need me to do, I got it. You know, mm-hmm. and and it's like crickets. Mm. Yeah, you know. Yeah, and and then I get a little frustrated because I'm like, well, you want this stuff to happen, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm just really. Uh, crazy that way no no you're not you're not <laughs> because crazy. if i want something yeah you go after you it yeah it's what you do i'm really kind of stubborn <laughs> and to manage that so, that many people i mean there's yeah. everybody has a gifting but i know that a lot of people you know it's that first step it's not really understanding it's not really knowing and and it's committing because it's, it's, the, commitment. it's the commitment and people yes. are afraid of the commitment but but everybody wants somebody else to commit Right. I think that's the thing. That was it. You yeah. commit and then I'll come. Right. right. Maybe you do it. And I won't be committed. Yeah. <laughs> I might come. Right. I but, may come or yeah. I may not. I know. Right. Yeah. That's, uh, I, you know, that's a perfect segue to the other topic though, is starting a homeschool group. I'm so excited about this part. Let's hear all about it. Cause it's, Cause, oh my gosh. You did it. And it's yes. huge. I said over 700 members. Yeah. Yeah. We know they're not all active, but there's a lot of active members. And so I want you to tell us why you decided to do that when you did how? Yeah. how does that even how, happen? Yes. <laughs> well, <laughs> I I belonged to a different group in the beginning. Yep. And I noticed that there were never any events for boys. Like mm-hmm. there's there's like this over exceedingly amount of girls in this group. And so a group of us kind of got together and we were like, we we really should get our boys together. All right, I'm on it. You know, <laughs> just grab I'm the bull by the horns. I'm committing, you guys. Right? Committing. That's what Carrie does. Yep. So I made this little subgroup in there for the boys to get together. And that was amazing. Mm. It, it was super fun. But they all had their sisters. So. Yeah. <laughs> so then all the, all the little sisters are like, well, I want to do what, you know, Healy's doing. Or I want to do what so-and-so is doing. Mm. And you can't, like, you can't, can't say no. Go away, yeah. Right? <laughs> exactly. So the boys group kind of turned into a everybody group <laughs> within this group. And eventually there was, there were some things that happened in the group and I decided to go my own way. And I remember I was a little frustrated uh, when I started. <laughs> frustration is the mother of of ingenuity i don't know it is right when i'm frustrated things get done (laughs) or invention yeah but so i was sitting there and i was like well Mm. that's it i'm just i'm I'm gonna make my own group (laughs) i don't know how this is gonna go but i'm gonna make it and whatever happens and i remember i had three friends and i was like you're in it you're in it and you're in it (laughs) (laughs) i didn't even ask them and all of a sudden we had like five and then there was like 15 and then this number just kept growing and growing and growing. And here we are. Wow. So, when did you start? Yeah. Do you remember? I think it was 2017. Okay. I believe. So three and a half, four years old at this point. Yes. Probably four years old. I think it was 2017. Wow. 700 members in four years. Yeah. Hey, when I signed <laughs> up, it was a big member. Cause it wasn't, I like a something member or something. It was a, <gasps> was I was you. Yes. I think you were the seven member. Yeah. 
And then I was like, oh, that's such a God thing. For I sure. I, told, I think I told Tina, hurry, tell her to get in because then she'll be. Uh, yes, that's, what <laughs> that's exactly it. Because uh, I had like this whole big like JPEG or something, GIF yeah, or whatever. I couldn't believe it. So I was the only one that got the confetti. Totally. <gasps> oh, <laughs> wow. I forgot about that. Life-changing. <laughs> I don't even know. All I know is that is a full-time mm. gig right there. Oh. I mean, I, I look through all the posts and all the stuff and you guys are an active group. There I are questions flying and it's just so family-ish. Well, and questions, but activities. Activities. Tell, tell oh us about goodness. some of the activities that you guys have going on. We, and we have so many. Uh, we I saw the rafting do, one and that looked really great. Nearly died. <laughs> but it was great. That's what homeschooling is all about, okay? It's quite the adventure. <laughs> rafting is not for me. White water I mean, rafting. I like it. I'm, well, I'm more lazy. Refer- yeah. No, mm. kids get in. We're going <laughs> down the seven it. foot falls, okay? Because we're homeschoolers. It's what we do. Right. It's great. But no, we have, oh my goodness, we have bowling. We do bi-weekly bowling. We have, a, our, we have our own scouts program that we do, or club, I should say. Uh, we we do a co-op. Mm-hmm. We have field trips, mm. park play dates. We sometimes get together for breakfast. Wow. Um, did clubs. you say camping? Because you go camping. We did, right? yes. Yeah. Well, it started as camping in my backyard. <laughs> start hey, small. You start it yeah. Well, it's kind of how the same way the co-op started. The mm-hmm. co-op started in my, my driveway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and then we moved to a bigger facility. But yeah, we had three fa- three families homeschooling families this last weekend that could actually make it. And we just had a fun little camping trip, but yeah, the year before we had seven, I think mm-hmm. this year was a little odd, yeah. but well, um, that's yeah, the neat thing so about your group things. too. There's so much going on that it's kind of like a smorgasbord, you know, people can pick and choose from the things mm-hmm. that fit their schedule and their season of life and everything. And they don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. And, um, do you charge a fee? Cause I know that's a hot button issue for some people with their homeschool no. groups. No, no fee, no fee no here, fee. people. <laughs> we are free. How do you manage to all kinds of people oh, as well? Mm-hmm. Free yes. to all kinds. Well, that was the important thing for me was because, you know, the other group that I was in was a <laughs> it was a, it, it was, was more of an exclusive kind uh, of a group. Yes, right? we'll go that way. Yes, yeah. <laughs> and and I I really had a, a hard time figuring out where I I fit. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I was like, well, I don't know if I'm secular enough. I don't know if I'm religious enough, mm-hmm. and it just it was it was an awkward place to be. So I wanted a group that really allowed everybody comfortably to come in and not feel like they had to be over this way or over that way, mm-hmm. you know, and because there's just so many homeschooling versions, mm-hmm. you know, right. and I was like, who am I, yep. who am I to say, yeah. well, in order to come into my yeah. group, you need to do this or you need right. to think this, you know, yes, we have certain topics that we <laughs> don't really want people to discuss yeah, um, just because they're really hot topics. And but, that would cause division unnecessarily. Right. Yeah. Right. And, and we've amazingly have, no problems with, with those things. But um, yeah, I just, I, I wanted a group where everybody just kind of came in and was and accepted. Really felt, yeah. I like really that. Felt welcomed. Yeah. That's really good. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think that's our thing too, right? Coming to the homeschool office. Yes. I mean, it's, it's all kinds and I love people and Tina loves people. So we could chit chat them up forever, but mm-hmm. we, we've met all kinds of people. And I just, 
No. It's, first of all, God called us. So we have an open door mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I can't pick and choose who he's calling to enter. All I can right. say is here we are. Yep. And, and our common ground will be homeschooling or wanting to learn about homeschooling right. and then we'll just go from there. Right. Yeah. Well, and we have so many, I mean, especially with having you two really in it, like I would be very, 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 very lost. <laughs> oh, <without> Tina. <laughs> Amen. Just being really honest here. So, you know, we, we have many families who are at these different phases and stages yes. and mm-hmm. areas and questioning things. And Tina's really tied it all. This Like it was kind of that final little tie that, you know, just put it all in, in the perfect little package. So I'm, our group is just very lucky to have all the people in it mm-hmm. that care so much about it. Mm-hmm. Cause it's not just me. It really right. isn't me. I, I worked really hard to get it all going. Right. But if I didn't have these people who wanted it, if they didn't kind of push me to, to, to add these things or suggest these things or help me with these things, the group wouldn't even succeed. Yeah. Well, and that's it. Other people have had to take things on because you couldn't possibly juggle all the things that you have going on. So that was so hard for me. Let me just tell you Mm -hmm. to give up because this whole thing is like my family. They're my babies. They're, you know, I wanted it to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And Mm-hmm. and letting go of some. Yeah. It's, it's hard, to, hard to delegate that and say, yeah, I agree. Mm-hmm. One, one of our things I know is it's funny because even with, with Tina and I, it's everything I can't do that I have no idea. <laughs> Tina can. And, and it's <laughs> and funny. Everything I can't do. Jenny can. <laughs> and, and it's funny that the three of us are sitting here because like, I don't know you. I know we chat on the, right? I just, but it's such a group effort. Even yes. just between the three of us, isn't it? It's just such a huge, and who would have known that this would have all connected, right? It's just amazing, you guys. Right. The whole thing is amazing, and I'm shook. Oh, I never, yeah. ever, ever shook. thought in a million years that, to begin with, I'd be homeschooling. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Like, the big one. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I got that. Yeah. And then, here's this, here's this new part, you know, we're going to, yeah. we're going to switch it up a bit, and, and we have this amazing group. Mm-hmm. Do you have any tips for somebody who's thinking about starting their own homeschool group? Like things to do or not do? You have yeah. to have so much patience. Because they write books for this. I mean, this is, a, this is literally, I'm not kidding. Well, I should have read I, some of those. I know, but you just did it. You didn't care. Just whitewater rafting, starting co-ops. It doesn't matter. Well, tell us. Oh, you really have to be patient. Like mm-hmm. you just, because it, it took three years before and I don't even know if we're really at that comfortable stage yet. You know, we're we're still learning and mm-hmm. exploring and trying to figure it all out. But if if you're not ready to just sit back, you have to have a sense of humor too, yeah. or you're going to go crazy because sometimes these things are really frustrating. Yeah. And what about the technological thing? I mean, I could never start a group because I'm not tech savvy. Oh. I've seen, I've seen your, your talks about the tech savvy. Oh, poor Carrie and technology. <laughs> See, I, I know how to, I know how to use technology. It's the whole platforms that people want to use. Yes. Yeah, that's and, a tough one now, and, isn't it? And there's a certain platform that I really would like to not use, but everybody is very comfortable with it. Yeah. So one thing so. everybody knows how to do. 
<sighs> so you're kind of stuck, but stuck. <laughs> it has problems. It doesn't function properly. It doesn't. And, yeah. It doesn't. And so that's very frustrating, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's super frustrating because we have so yeah. many people, which I'm so proud of, but this platform has like punished me. <laughs> Yeah. You know, because I can't, I can't invite members now. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everybody's we some you know, not too. seeing their posts. I have a question you about know. that. So we have a lot of people that we talk to all the time. Mm-hmm. And I always try to hook them up with you. Is it a way, do you have a preference of how I can hook them up with you? Or do, do we say, you know, to jump on the bandwagon and get in the group is that what do we do what i don't know i usually just really go to tina know. about it or i so whoever i'm talking to there's generally other people and then i'll say well do you guys and then somebody knows and then they'll say well oh, the yeah. most popular is facebook that yeah. is the that is the place that everybody seems to want yeah. to be except for a handful of people yeah and so i've tried i've tried them all i think mm-hmm. we did miwi for a while we did band we have a website and we're still back to Facebook. Yeah. <laughs> but I think Facebook is the place okay. that, that right now it's going to be. But I am still trying to work on this uh, newsletter type well, thing. Well, we have a newsletter and that's kind of like <laughs> waiting in the back too because yeah. MailChimp didn't work. And <laughs> yeah. So you're trying yeah, so to find a way to connect the people who don't who feel comfortable don't, being on Facebook, yes, right? And it's, yeah. it's really hard yeah. because. And they're coming in by the hordes. I can just, yes, they're coming in by the hordes. Praise God. I know. (laughs) Praise the Lord. Right. I'm like really not sure how to feel. Like, should I be happy they're all coming in? Because I don't know what to do with them, really. (laughs) So I I say if 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 they can find a way to manage Facebook efficiently, like Mm -hmm. they really have to be dedicated to not scroll, you know, and Mm -hmm. get sidetracked and Mm -hmm. stuff. Which I think is the biggest reason why a lot of people don't want to be on it. Yes. You know, the mindless scrolling kind of stuff. Yep. But, you know, if they're, if there's a way that they can find a, a an opportunity to be on it, mm-hmm. um, that would be the way. But we have the website that I keep trying to to get people to go to, even just for backup. I mean, mm-hmm. if, if there's nothing being done on it. Okay, but at least if something happens to the group mm-hmm. on on Facebook, then we could always they're, fall they're back. They're already there. Yeah. Well, mm-hmm. if they join, some of them. Yeah. Some of them. Absolutely. Absolutely. Are there any particular? We've talked about some of the challenges. Like, what are some of the blessings that have come for you personally with running this group? Mm. We like to hear about I have blessings, a, right? Um, the biggest blessing is. Practically everybody, I mean, and I say everybody because it feels like everybody has become my family. Mm. <clears throat> so I want to be your family, Carrie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> okay. Ken. I was the 700th <laughs> member in the group and I got the bells thing. and the whistles that happened. <laughs> so I'm already in it, people. <laughs> but they really have, you know, and sometimes we argue like family. We, <laughs> we're it has so to happen. Nice. It has to happen like that. But I think that really is the biggest thing is that it, it, it couldn't have turned out any better. Mm. I, I really, you know, everyone's like, oh, Carrie, you're doing a great job. And every single time I will say, no, it's not, it's not just me. Yeah. It's, it's everybody who's come in, putting in their time, their effort. 
loving this group mm-hmm. as much as as I do and not wanting to you know see it fail. Let's shout out to those people. I know, right? Hey guys, we're going to give you a... This group is called Green Bay Homeschooling Families and we will put a link for it in the notes. So it's a, it's a special group. There's a, there's what I've noticed because I've been in it for what, five years now? Or you've only been around for four years. I couldn't have been in it for five. (laughs) I've been in it for five years. Um, Most of the time. At least three in a, at least three, I think. Yeah. You, you set a tone of peace and joy. Peace and joy. Because I know you're a no drama mama. And so <laughs> drama is not going to be happening, but it starts with just the tone that you set. And I think you therefore attract people who maybe have had dramatic experiences elsewhere and they come and they see it and they're like, there is just peace and friendship here. Mm. And not everybody has the same views, but everybody respects other each other's views, you know, and, but it's a tone I think that you set because you wanted a place of peace for yourself. And then that just has expanded. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It, it is crazy how, you know, even this past year, how a little crazy, crazy <laughs> this world has been. And, you know, there was a few moments where we had some members who are very passionate about their feelings and what's going on. And, and it was really hard to kind of direct them Mm -hmm. in a different place because I come from that same place too, but you have to be very, I'm not even this way with my kids. Yeah. (laughs) Right. There's a meme about it. Did you guys see that meme where the guy is where you just, instead of replying what you really want to reply, you just, I don't even know what is it like you skip over it. You just, you reply. Okay. Or something, right? Well, then there was the day that I meant to post a rather passionate post on the current events in a different group, and I accidentally put it in Carrie's group. (laughs) And she messaged me, "Um, I think I'm going to have to delete that. I'm like, I didn't mean to put it in. I remember that. (laughs) Because I never know, like... As much as I want, I wouldn't yeah, put that in. Yeah. Right, right. I that wouldn't. was not yeah. even. Yeah. Right. You know, I, was like, I don't hey, even think it pertained to oh, home. That's funny. It was. I, it was related to current events. Right. right it was right. something about current events. I don't even remember what it was. I don't either. And you I put know Carrie that you, in the place where she well, had to delete your post. I deleted <laughs> it so for hard. her, but I mean, she was just like, "What?" And I'm like, oh, "I'm so sorry. That meant to go in a different group." <laughs> that is literally hysterical. <laughs> right. That's like the hardest part of this group oh, is telling sure. telling my friends, "Nope." Yep. But you have to. And that's been good growth for you too, just to be able to say, okay, I I administer this. I have to step up. Mm. So Mm -hmm. like I said, I'm I'm not even this dedicated to the kids. Yeah. You know? So (laughs) Yes, you are. Oh no. Oh no. No. They'll tell you if mom says we'll see, that's pretty much a guaranteed yes. So (laughs) my kids, literally, that is their statement. We talk about this all the time. They used to say it, and you know, here here was the little ditty they used to sing. Will see always means yes. Okay, in Can my you house, that? you ask my daughter Abby. Yes. She believes oh. that we'll see always meant no. Wow, you guys, how mean! But it didn't. That's just what you she just got thought. their hopes up. We'll see always means yes. We'll see. No one is going to see anything. Okay. <laughs> it, my daughter was see. mistaken, but that's what she thought. That was Abby. Yes. Poor Abby. <laughs> Poor Abby. <laughs> Oh, goodness gracious. 700 members. It's I feel beautiful. like there's more. There is. Oh, it's approaching Yeah, I mean, if I was now. 700, yeah. we have to stop saying 700. It's over 700. It's, it's like approaching seven, eight now. It's yeah. like 780, yeah. I think. Yeah. Because I was the 700th. Okay, <laughs> let's say it again. Who was the 700th? Jenny. Jenny Tetzner. <laughs> yes, I was. 
But how about that? Here's a great question. So, I mean, that's a full-time job, kind of, in, it in is. and of itself, right? I joke about it. You, I mean, you have- Too bad you don't get paid. <laughs> you have more than 700 people typing stuff and wanting to know things. Well, not all of them are, are no. active. At the same time. Oh, active. Okay. Not all of them are yeah. active. It but. looks like it, but okay. We have a lot to come into the loft that we're just directing more to you. <laughs> I don't have the answer, but Tina or Carrie might. <laughs> no, but the thing is, is, and this I could say- you know, homeschooling your kiddos. We talked about that. That is a full-time job, right? Just learning with them. That's huge. What happens when you have things that come up in the group and then here you are with the kiddos? How do you shut that down? Or I love do you? it. Yeah. I don't. I don't. <laughs> no. That's the problem. I know. And they're See? like, mom. I'm like, just a minute, just a minute, just a minute. Just a minute. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's hard. So like, that's a constant but, juggling for you. Yeah. yeah. My mom said the times. other day, she's like, Carrie, I think this is the quietest your phone has been. Mm. I said, I know. I don't know what's wrong. Like, <laughs> so, like my phone never stops dinging, yeah. beeping and ringing. So, you know, but that's okay. Cause I love it. I love, I love yeah. it. That in and of itself I is do. just a huge, I mean, those are your people and it's connected. Right. You know what I mean? That's part of the whole entire, but yeah, it's hard, so, but it, it works out. It works out. You know, the kids are, are old enough now to, you know, handle some things on their own if we're, we're doing some schoolwork and then I go, well, when are we doing schoolwork? Because a lot of times still, you know, our schedule is very busy. So this day, you know, in the morning, this is happening. And then, and it's all I, learning. Yep. Oh, it's right? all learning. It is all mm-hmm. learning. And that took me a really, really long time. And a lot of conversations with Tina <laughs> to remember that. Always mm-hmm. remember it and don't forget it. Because here's the thing, Carrie, no, never, because it doesn't matter. Even if your kids right up until the end, that's always the the battle, isn't it? It doesn't matter. No one ever gets experienced at that. That's just this constant back and forth tug of war because one minute you're like, oh my gosh, we homeschool. We educate at home. We are, why am I so driven? Like drill sergeant, we need to back off. Kids go outside by the apple orchard and Put your pajamas back on. Yeah. It puts your pajamas. (laughs) But then the next day, the next day or the next moment, even the next hour, then you're like, Oh, we're such slackers. You guys, that's it. Get your math books out. We're sitting down. No one's doing anything. Okay. I mean, this will go up until they graduate. They graduate. It's just, it's this constant battle here. Let's put things into perspective. Okay. I went to bleep, bleep, bleep high school. Okay. I don't know. I can say it. I went to West high school in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I was not involved. I was just there for the good time. And listen, I still learned because learning is always happening. It never, ever cannot happen. And the truth is, is when the children are out learning things they love to learn, that's, that's the whole point we're trying to get them to, right? It's just Mm -hmm. that desire to learn. It doesn't have to mimic public school. It doesn't have to mimic. We have to get this box and set it aside and know that whatever it looks like for you, you're the administrator. Whatever that looks like, it doesn't matter. And your kids, they're, they're in the, you, the three of you are the administrator of this whole entire group pretty much, right? <laughs> I mean, it's amazing. I'm just the teacher. Yeah. <laughs> it is they so. They tell me what they want to do and I do. And your kids are so they're wonderful. Good. They are. Well, you know, and I think even for, for new families coming in, that's the hardest thing I think to try and convince them of is. is that it's going to be okay because even sometimes we're six years into, mm-hmm. into this and I'm so, 
I don't know if we're going to yeah. be all right. <laughs> and you just I'm have messing to, them all up. You just have to yeah. ask them, right? Those, Because that is, that's a scary thing yeah. is they think it's not going to work, but then you're like, okay, well, could you tell me what you learned in science in, uh, yes. you know, fourth grade? Nope. They can't tell you. Mm. So there it is. Proof in the pudding. And right. you gra- what do you mean you can't remember? And you graduated high school. <laughs> but then you ask your homeschool child who spent the day out in the backyard, you know, digging up worms and looking at bugs or whatever. And then you just say, well, tell me what you did. And they rattle off all yes, these scientific Things without knowing they've been doing science all afternoon. And I have to usually Google some of it. Yeah. Because I'm like, mm-hmm. I don't even know what that means. Yeah. But that's great. You know, when one teaches to learn, that's mm-hmm. the quote. And we're always learning. I got, actually, I received my best education being a homeschool mom. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I mean, I, I looked back and was like, nope, I don't even know that they ever taught that. And uh, it's, Every human being needs to homeschool their children. Every single human being. We can talk money. We can talk single family. We can talk all these things that doesn't replace the fact that the children will always learn best in an environment that suits learning. Mm -hmm. And when you send them off during a tragedy or when you send them off because they're shy or you put them in an environment where it's not conducive to learning, no learning will happen. There's, it's just the way it goes. We can't tell people, but they end up seeing it most in this world today. I don't have to say anything. I mean, when I just walk outside then we're like, well, there it is. And I don't know. That's my two cents. And on that note, and on that happy note. Oh yes. Carrie, what a delight. Thank you. I'm so That's glad that you fun. came. It was really fun and not even nerve wracking one. You did awesome. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks. We usually don't even know what's going on and which is why so you guys, we have notes here. Tina's our note writer. I don't think I used like any of my note cards. Do you know how many hours I spent? <laughs> you know what? You did it on the notes and it was in your head. Yes. So you studied and prepared and you didn't need it because you're passionate about your kids and about the group. We're going to close this out. Thank you everybody for taking time out of your day. To just listen to us, our raw emotion, love, and passion for what we are called to do, and that is to homeschool our kiddos. We hope that you know that you are the best example of learning for your children. Never forget it. Don't look left. Don't look right. Look at your kids and know that you have them for a reason. 